Hello, welcome, or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. What's up? Nice to meet you if you're new here. On this podcast, I really like to emphasize the importance of being mindful and practicing mindfulness in your day-to-day life and trying to implement, you know, just being present in the moment as often as you can. And I know it's easier said than done, but once you start doing that, you're going to start to find how much you can learn and like just how much knowledge you can attain from being present and being aware of your surroundings and not so focused on you know like the past or the future but really just trying to be in the moment and being aware and mindful of what's going on around you so i like to share one thing that i learned today or every day that i record so today i woke up and i went to cycle fit which is the studio that i work at i'm a spin instructor if you don't know I went there. It's literally my day off. I showed up. I ran the social media, so I got some, you know, like, content for that. I took some videos of the classes and, you know, just said hi to clients. And I guess I, I mean, it's not like this has never happened before, but I this hasn't happened in so long. Someone, a regular client, you know, came up to me and we were talking and she's really sweet. We were talking and she said something like oh my gosh like your your lashes look so good and I was like oh thanks like and just wearing mascara (laughs) and I don't wear makeup like ever I just don't really one I just don't really care that much two I don't like how it feels on my face and three I just work out and sweat a lot so it doesn't really make sense like I don't really have to it's not like I'm doing anything where I have to look that put together I guess but anyway I had some mascara on this morning literally that's all I was wearing and she was like they look so good I was like thanks it's just mascara and she was like what like it is like what like did you look at like YouTube or something or how to like make them look like that or something I was I don't know but I was like no like I just do what I normally do if I put mascara on and she was like they look so good like they're so long and stuff and I guess what I learned is like just how noticeable it is to others when I wear makeup you know like when people who don't wear makeup wear makeup or how noticeable it is when people who do wear makeup don't wear makeup like I feel like in school especially like if someone who usually would like bake their face comes in one day and didn't because they didn't have enough time I remember, like, people would always be asking those type of people, like, oh, are you okay? Like, do you feel okay? Like, you look sick. And it's like, no, that's just their face. You're just not used to seeing them, like, bare-faced like that. And either way, whatever you want to do is, like, awesome. Like, wear makeup, don't wear makeup, I don't care. But I guess what I learned from, like, that whole experience is just how noticeable it is. Like, she literally thought that they weren't even my eyelashes, And I was just saying to her, I was like, I mean, I guess people just don't realize how I do. I'm, I'm pretty blessed with my eyelashes. I have nice, healthy, long, thick, whatever. And people don't really realize that because they just kind of stick straight out naturally. And the tips of them are blonde. So when you put mascara on, they obviously look longer and it obviously will like hold a curl a little bit more instead of just being straight out. So anyway, didn't mean to talk about that for that long, but that's what I learned. Hope you guys um, learned something today. Uh, you will. Sometimes it's a small little thing like that. Sometimes it's a bigger thing, but you do learn stuff every day. 
Alright, let's get into the main topic of today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about astrology. I started this little series that I'm going to be doing on this podcast a few episodes ago. I did one episode talking about your rising sign in astrology, and then I am going to be talking about moon signs today. There are the moon sign, your sun sign, and your rising sign. And before we get into all of that, if you're like, what even is astrology? Like, maybe you've heard of it, but you're not really sure. It's basically a pseudoscience claiming divine information about human affairs and terrestrial events. It is basically the study of movement and relative positions of celestial objects. So for your signs in astrology, it all depends about, you know, where, when you were born and how, you know, the planets and everything was lined up in the sky at that moment. So your sun sign is what most people refer to if they're like, oh, like, what's your sign? Like, oh, I'm a Pisces. I am a Pisces, a a sun. That's your sun sign. Your sun sign rules your personality. So like your soul, who you are, like, that's that's just who you are. Your personality. Your moon sign rules like your emotional core. So like your heart, like you, like your, your inner self. Your rising sign rules your outer appearance, your book cover, your first impression to people. So that's kind of like, that's what I talked about in the last episode. So if you missed that, go check that out and I'll talk about all that. But basically your rising sign is what you come off as to people who don't know you. So your sun sign... So for me, for example, my sun sign is a Pisces, but my rising sign is a Capricorn. So people who don't know me, like maybe it be someone at work who just kind of like, it's a client. They like just, you know, came in and said hi to me. Like they don't really know me. Like we didn't, we don't know anything about each other. They could be like, oh, like she comes off as as a Capricorn or like something like that. And like, that's what my rising is because I give off like I am that sun it's kind of like your rising sign is like what people think your sun sign would be if they don't know you if that makes any sense I don't know if I explain it well but if you check out the rising sign episode it'll definitely make a lot more sense with that but today we're gonna be talking about moon sign focusing on that your moon sign like I said is like your emotional subconscious inner self and there are little to no people that see this side of you so If someone knows this side of you, if someone, like, understands your moon sign in the sense of, like, they understand, like, why it applies to you, that means that you are probably pretty comfortable with them and you really show them your, your inner self. So, I'm gonna start off with Aries, of course. If you have a moon in Aries, you are probably a pretty competitive person and you might get riled up in competition. So, strong amounts strong whoa I cannot talk strong emotional response when angry they can get very you know their emotions can get very intense very fast so if they get angry they have a very strong response to that they could have very impulsive actions very impulsive words they can be super impatient Especially if they're anxious as well as being angry, but especially when they're anxious, they might be kind of fidgety and high strung, you know, restless, short attention span. They don't, they don't have the patience for that once they, you know, start to get on that anxious anger, once they start to get on that level. 
Uh, they do not like restrictions. They do not like boundaries. They don't like being told what to do. They don't like, you know, things being so permanent and set in place. They like to just kind of go with the flow. So it'd be hard to, like, tie down an Aries moon or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be hard to get them committed to someone or something. Next up is a Taurus moon. So if you have a moon in Taurus, they are known to be emotional eaters and they like to use retail therapy. So they might go shopping if they had a bad day, you know, if they're sad, if they're angry, they're anxious, whatever it is, they they buy retail and that is their therapy. Um, or they eat food, emotional eaters, you know, maybe they, if they're sad, they could eat whatever. Still, uh, mm, they can be kind of stubborn. They do not listen to people. That is rare. Sometimes they do, but only sometimes. However, they can be very trustworthy and dependable and determined. You know, you can really trust a Taurus if a Taurus and Moon if they are if you tell them something, you know that you can trust them because they're not going to make a promise that they can't keep. So, if they make it, that means that they are determined and they are very determined and they are very dependable. So, they're also very affectionate towards their partners. Um, that sometimes doesn't always come off as like how it would be if you just kind of know them as like a friend, but in a relationship type, they can be very affectionate. Uh, they also can be very overcautious. Sometimes people think that they're too careful and they love routine. They love that comfortability. They like feeling safe and, you know, careful, cautious. They, that's, that's them. They are very overly cautious love the routine next up is a moon in gemini and this is mine my moon sign i'm a gemini moon who we mm, yeah <laughs> we can be pretty versatile we can be pretty adaptable pretty impressionable so we can you know we're, we're pretty versatile and adaptable in the sense of it's not that we always love the change, but we're able, we're able to do something with it. You know what I mean? Like we're able to adapt to it. If something is thrown our way, we, you know, we're going to react to it and we're going to do what we can to, you know, work with that change, I guess. And they can also be pretty impressionable. So like sometimes that's a blessing and a curse with how versatile they can be. They can be adaptable to situations that are, you know, quick and, uh, you know, just emergent, I guess, but they can be pretty impressionable, especially with opinions. Like if someone states their opinion, they can be pretty swayed, you know, either way. Uh, they are known for ranting and can get overexcited, especially if they're talking about a topic. And honestly, it's because they don't like to dwell. They can't bottle everything up. They can't think about, they don't like to dwell on things. So, if they start to do that, if they start to bottle all that up, the rant's going to come out anyway. So that's why, like, they might start going off on a tangent or, like, getting overexcited about something because they just have to let it out. They can't bottle it up. Sometimes they can be way too trusting and go too much with the flow. Like, they go with the flow and they're adaptable and all that, but, like, sometimes they're, they're, they go too much with the flow. You know what I mean? Like, they're too impressionable. They're too swayed. They can be too trusting as well. Um, 
I agree with this, especially. <laughs> I feel as if I have trusted many people who shouldn't have been, especially to the level of, like, the extent that I did. But anyway, they can be too trusting. They also enjoy analyzing their emotions and their problems. They like to talk it out. They like to, you know, go over their problems and their emotions and, you know, just not just feel them, but like really analyze them. If they are rubbed the wrong way, they can be very cunning or manipulative. They can be very, you know, trusting and, and like great, you know, to be a friend with. But if you're on their bad side, they can be, you know, not the most, uh, what's the word honest trustworthy straight up but they can be too trusting if you're on their good side so just kind of depends but anyway enough with the gemini's moons we got cancer next so if you have a moon in cancer these <laughs> this sign is a very emotional sensitive can be very moody they try to concede and hide it though so they can be very self-pitying. They can be very insecure. And the moon is the home place for cancer. So the emotions with cancer in moon is very, very strong. Uh, can moons in cancer are definitely empaths. They're definitely very mothering and nurturing and caring towards other. Um, you know, they they try to concede and hide all of their sensitivity and their emotion, but they really feel for others and they're very, you know, just like nurturing and caring. Um, they definitely overthink and worry a lot. They have definitely a good amount of anxiety going on in their life, going on in their head, uh, but they don't want you to know it. They try to hide it. They try to concede it. Next up is a Moon and Leo, and Moon and Leo, they are very dedicated to being their authentic self and, you know, their representation of their authentic self. So they try to keep their feelings in check. They don't want their emotions to, like, rule them or anything. They don't want that. They don't like criticism, especially when it comes their, to their emotions. They don't want to be, you know, criticized or thought differently of due to you know like how their emotions are so that's why they kind of are so dedicated to representing themselves in a certain you know like in a my feelings are all in check like blah 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 um they can be very self-centered however they can be super generous but how that works out they will they will they'll give a lot They'll be very generous. They give you a lot, a lot, a lot. They give and give and give. However, they do it because they expect something in return. So they love to feel admired. They are so generous with others, but they also love to feel admired back and they love to feel that generosity given back to them. So they are very warm-hearted and they do care for others, but that is always after them. They are at the top of their list. They, you know, they're very warm-hearted. They love you know, they're very caring of the people that they do care about, but they put themselves first. And that's honestly a good thing. That is something that I personally am envious of. Next up is a moon in Virgo. So if you have a moon in Virgo, you could come off as kind of standoffish, but that's just to protect your emotions. You just don't want to, you know, 
let them all out. You don't want to let them all be seen. You definitely would keep your feelings reserved, bottled up, and just private. You know, you're a very private person when it comes to your emotional side. In your head, though, you're definitely very analytical with your emotions. You love to help fix others. You love, you know, quote-unquote fixing they love that. They love to keep to themselves and analyze their emotions in their own head and no one else do it with them or for them, but they love to be that person for others. Like they, it can be overbearing definitely because they love, you know, helping or quote unquote fixing others. You know, like if you have an emotional baggage, they want to be the one to like help you or fix you or whatever it is, you know, like they will be determined to analyzing and you know, helping you with your emotions. So sometimes that can be a good thing, but it can be overbearing and it can be unhealthy for the person who is the moon in Virgo in the first place. But anyway, next up, moon in Libra. If you have a moon in Libra, you love to weigh out your options. It's literally the Libra sign is a scale. It's like trying to balance out. So Libras love to weigh out their options. They enjoy finer, beautiful things, you know, and scenery. They, they love, they, they just, they have a very, they have an eye that catches beauty a lot. And they really like, you know, just fine, nice things and nice scenery. Uh, they really dislike vulgarity and rudeness. They do not like that at all. Like if you are being rude or, you know, just vulgar, like, uh-uh. If you're being vulgar, no, they are going to be out of there. They're very big on relationships and partnerships. They can be dependent, however. So, like, they love being in a relationship. They long for companionship. They, like, that is when they thrive, but they can be kind of dependent. And I think that is why they long for companionship so much is because they, they aren't as independent as you know, they might want to be or might need to be. Next up is a moon in Scorpio. Moon in Scorpio, they can be very, very <laughs> vindictive and secretive, jealous, prideful. Oh my goodness, the list goes on and on. If you have a moon in Scorpio, you have strong characteristics. So these are all very strong. You're prideful. You are, you are secretive. You're vindictive. You are jealous. They can be very sexual people and they can't be controlled, you know, like they, they can't be tied down. They can't be, you know, controlled or told what to do in any way. Like, no, they don't like that. However, they love to control others. So they're, they're vindictive. You can't control them, but they want to control you. And that's just how it works in their brain. Um, it's not logical at all, but they can be very possessive and unforgiving. Uh, they also don't forget they just kind of hold on to stuff. They never let it go. They don't really let their heart breathe in that sense. They hold on to a lot of anger and jealousy and they hold on to a lot of, you know, they just hold on to a lot of stuff. And that's why they try to come off so prideful is because they're so, you know, jealous and possessive and unforgiving. Next is a moon in Sagittarius. So if you have a moon in Sagittarius, you're a pretty positive, optimistic person, you know, you're always trying to look on the bright side. You hide your sadness and you try to hide your vulnerability. However, 
because you know you want to be positive you don't want to show your sadness and your vulnerable your vulnerable side however you are going to show your anger you if you are angry and you have a moon in Sagittarius you are going to show that anger you don't like to beat around the bush or be fake you just like to you know if you're pissed off you're gonna let them know you are not wasting any time you know talking around something like trying to avoid no you're gonna you're gonna go straight on they don't like the fakeness however they might be heavy gossipers uh they really dislike being bored they can't handle it they enjoy you know that their brain being stimulated in some way they enjoy being involved in everybody and everything they're very free-running people you know they always have one foot out the door they can't commit to people they don't commit to people and if they they do to an extent it's always to an extent you know like like I said they have one foot out the door they are always ready to leave you know like they could be there one moment and the next moment they could not all right sorry if you just heard me turn my page I got hella notes all right Last few ones. Next up, you have a moon in Capricorn. If you have a moon in Capricorn, you are a very committed person. And this is in the terms of relationships, goals, you know, whatever it is. You are committed. If you're going to do something, you're going to, you're all in. However, if you have a moon in Capricorn, you can be a pretty, you can have a pretty pessimistic outlook on stuff. You can be very opinionated. They, they enjoy and need purpose they enjoy having like feeling like they have a purpose in their in what they're doing but they also like need it like if they don't have that they're not gonna do it so if they're gonna do something they have to like it it needs to be for a reason it can't just be you know for like nothing they definitely run off of logic and not their emotions they're very in control of their emotions they can have the capacity to be extremely mean, like straight up, just very mean or off-putting. Like I said, pretty pessimistic outlook, pretty opinionated, pretty, you know, committed and driven and straightforward. So if they're going to do something and they're running off of that logic, they can be pretty, you know, blunt with you. And it's not always personal, but uh, it can come off as very mean and off-putting. Next up, last two. If you have a moon in Aquarius, you're a pretty idealistic person. You focus on getting to how they want to feel and not where they are. So if you have a moon in Aquarius and you are really sad, you're not going to focus on being sad. You are going to focus on how you they want to feel. Say that's being happy. If they want to feel happy, that is what they are going to focus on. They're not going to focus on them feeling sad in the moment. They're like, you know what? We are going to look towards how I want to feel, which is happy. They're very progressive. You know, they look at the bigger picture. However, they can have very un- unpredictable emotions. Um... They're very tolerant towards others. They have a very warm heart. Um, they really like to... They, they like the game when it comes to dating and, like, relationships. They choose the chase. They like to be... They like to choose someone that they know might be a little bit, like, out of their league or, or unattainable because they like the chase. They like... They get bored if they are, you know, if they find someone that's, like, right away, like, they feel like they don't have to work for their attention. Like, if they're, like, quote-unquote easier to get or whatever, 
they don't like that they get bored they they enjoy the game they choose the chase with relationships and they choose the unattainable people because that's just what they like all right last but not least if you have a moon in pisces this is the most compassionate moon sign they are very sensitive very deep feelings and when it comes to relationships they need that deep meaningful relationships they need those deep meaningful conversations they're very level they're very level oh my goodness i was gonna say loving and loyal and it came out as level can you tell i need to sleep same i can tell i can tell they're very love loving oh my god i almost did it again loving and loyal they're very loving and loyal people however they can be very clingy so some people don't like that um but that's just how they are they're just super you know they're just very compassionate people they're very sensitive people they love to share their emotions and they love to talk about them they enjoy advice and they enjoy comfort so like they like to share their emotions because they like that feeling of someone understanding them or listening to them you know like just feeling like they are being given advice and comfort uh they can't handle being shamed for their feelings though so like if they share their emotions with you they probably trust you and you could hurt them very easily if you say the wrong thing um when they do get vulnerable like that like they don't like being shamed for how they feel and they're very sensitive so just keep that in mind but they also have a tendency to self-sabotage um they hate rejection they might you know put themselves in those situations however and when they are in love a moon in pisces they are euphoric like that to them like that having that true like deep feeling of being in love like that is the most euphoric thing that they can feel and that's why they are just they're just so they're just such deep people like they are such deep feeling people so it makes sense so some of these characteristics with moon signs and sun signs and rising signs some of the characteristics for each one kind of mix with each sign so like some of these moon sign characteristics some of them kind of mix with sun sign characteristics however they're still different so like make sure if you're doing research you're like oh like a capricorn you could be reading about a sun in capricorn not a moon in capricorn and it could be a little bit off so make sure you're you know, keep that in mind. But that is all I really have for you guys today. I hope you learned something new. I was really just kind of going on a brief explanation of each moon sign and what they all kind of stand for and what that kind of looks like depending on the person. Uh, so I hope you guys found this interesting or entertaining in any way. If you did, make sure to let me know. My Instagram is chloe.vetter. You can follow me and message me there. C-H-L-O-E dot V as in violet. E-T-T-E-R. And you can also let me know if you want to hear a certain topic, you know, if you have questions about anything, like let me know any ideas you want to, you might want to hear. Um, I'm really open to that. So yeah, happy new year. This is the first episode of 2021 and I'm excited for this next year for this, this platform. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, that is where I'm going to leave you guys off. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you all next Friday for another episode. Bye, guys.